Old Fashioned Football and Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and games. Lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SUPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000. That's right, $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. The contest starts this weekend and it's free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Get in before the Sunday games start. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Macho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old Fashioned Football. Make this deal right now. Old Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. It's Thursday. The games are about to start in looking about two hours if you're wondering who you're listening to this is j mark you can find me on the x at j mark football you can find us on the x at old-fashioned fb and if you're familiar with us you're probably going wait a minute something's missing here that's right a big part of the show is missing Murr is feeling under the weather so make sure go give her a follow follow on the x at the mer mark and wish her well tell her you hope she feels better she is resting she's got barely any voice you know how it goes that uh, that sick brain and everything like that, but um, but we're here. The show must go on, right? It's Thursday night. We got some stardom, situm stuff to get through, and it's week seven, which means we got. Let's see, looking at the list: Panthers, Bengals, Cowboys, Texans, Jets, and Titans, all on a bye week. That's a that's a lot of a lot of bye week blues there that you have to navigate through. So uh, you, you got you to gotta do your best there. I see some comments coming in. Josh, we'll get to them in just a second. Wanted to remind you, too, Monday, we uh, if you're new to our show, we always do a little whiskey reviews on Monday. And Monday we drank Jace, Joseph, not Joseph, Joseph Magnus Bourbon, which is triple cask finished in Oloroso Sherry, Zimenez Sherry, and Cognac uh, casks. Really, really interesting history there. Make sure you go check that out. And uh, it, it was just a good review. It was a good show. Had some funny moments. In fact, decided I would clip a couple of them for you. So hang on. Let me get those up for you. Now, we had a good time with that. And speaking of whiskey, speaking of whiskey, I saw this and I had to share it. I thought it was really funny. We got a couple of videos going on here. Uh, I will take those out of the pod for you podcast listeners. So if you're wondering what's going on, because you're not going to hear these because they won't make sense because you won't see them. Uh, head on over to youtube.com slash old dash fashion football 
and uh, join us on the tube or if you can't join the live come check out the videos uh later shout out to peyton manning and omaha productions uh just i saw that and with the whiskey had to had to take a look at it and and get it on the show uh let's go ahead and answer a couple questions here josh says rate my 20 man ppr team 20 teams that is insane that's intense and i love it uh you got russ wilson jonathan taylor aaron jones tyreek hill christian kirk cole Komet, and jacoby myers i like that also, do you like this trade I just made? Josh Downs and Johnny Smith for Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I do. I, I really like that trade. Jacoby Myers has looked far better than I expected. And uh, he's working that slot very well. And I, I don't know if that's going to change with Jimmy G out. I mean, their game plan and their offensive game plan and everything, the way it's flowed, has been really good. I've been very impressed. Um, I, I mean, the Raiders still suck. Don't get me wrong, but Jacoby Myers is a big part of that that team, and I think he's done very well. Also, do you like Kmet and Shahid for Mark Andrews? Absolutely. I think if you can get Mark Andrews, he he's still one of the best tight ends in the league. He's still an elite guy that's going to help give you some wins. And Kmet with Fields, especially with Fields out. I mean, the Bears are a little up and down, anyways, right? I mean, the offense was starting to come on. Kmet was starting to have some big games. But now Fields being out, we don't know how long he's going to be out. It's going to be a special agent, Bajent. And just not sure how that offense is going to look. So, yeah, I, I like making that trade to get Mark Andrews. Matthew says, trade Romeo Dubs for Jamison Williams. Might have to add something. Maybe Kadarius Tony. That's a tough one. Um, I actually kind of like Dubs better in this situation. I, I know that's that might not be the popular opinion. I just I know Jamison Williams had some had a big play last week, but I just don't know if I trust him yet to to be a consistent uh, give consistent production. They've um, they just have a weird relationship with him. It feels like so that kind of scares me off of it. Let me uh, bring up Dubs here real quick because I just I wanted to be able to quote his target share uh, so if i could figure out how to run my computer this would be a lot easier i i promise you um, okay so dubs has he's he's done well with the target share i i know that offense has looked kind of crappy but he's averaging 24 percent of the target share and that's kind of hard to move off of. I know he just had a one-catch game for four yards. That kind of sucks. But before that, nine catches on 13 targets for 95 yards. Before that, five catches on 12 targets for 73 yards and a touchdown. I, I like keeping dubs myself. I, I, I prefer him over Jamison Williams. I know Jamison's got that big playability. I get that. But I'm on Ross St. Brown. Sam Laporta, those are the top options in that Detroit offense. Uh, so I like sticking with Gubs. Dubs, not Gubs. I was looking ahead to Gavin and said Gubs. Uh, <laughs> sorry. But let me go ahead while we're talking about Gavin. Should I trade Ayuk and Aaron Jones for Alvin Kamara and Jonathan Taylor? I have Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Zay Flowers, and Calvin Ridley left. I definitely think your team can survive without Brandon Ayuk. Aaron Jones, I do think he's going to bounce back in a big way this week. But Alvin Kamara, I mean, he's going to be a target machine, plus get the carries. Now, 
it will be interesting. I would actually wait, maybe wait on this trade until we see tonight because uh, they're, uh, gosh, I just drew a blank. <laughs> um, Miranda's boyfriend, Williams, is back. And uh, I want to see how that shakes out. However, I do think Kamara is still going to have a hold of this. And I think Jonathan Taylor is ready to ramp up too. So I do like acquiring uh, Kamara and Taylor, especially because I think you can, like I said, I think your team can survive without Ayuk. You're not going to need him, especially with Cup, Chase, Ridley, Flowers. Running backs are Kyron Williams, Tony Pollard, and Ford and Jones. So that definitely, definitely makes your your running back room better, adding Kamara and JT. So, yeah, I like that a lot. I like that trade. Trade Dotson for Jamison. Dotson is a guy that I am seeing dropped left and right, so I absolutely like trading him away if you're getting Jamison. Uh, I'll get to the rest of these questions in just a second, but before I do, i got to let you know just a couple things, a couple, couple items here. So before I do that, I, I I wanted to let you know, maybe you had the Eagles. Maybe you had the Eagles last week in your survivor pick them and they lost to the Jets. Or maybe you had the Niners, right? Well, don't worry about it because SGPN is running a second chance survivor contest. Already knocked out of your NFL survivor. Don't worry, we got you covered. Presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Property. Shout out to them. $3,000 is up for grabs, winner take all. Now you're wondering how much you have to uh, to pay to get into this $3,000 contest. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Start this weekend. Go sign up. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. You have to get in by Sunday. By the Sunday games, you have to get in and make your pick. So go do that. It's free money. It's a free shot at money. It's not free money because nothing's guaranteed, right? But uh, it's a free shot at money, so why why wouldn't you? Also want to let you know that the NFL Gambling Podcast, guys, hey, that's me. I am on that show, are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review with your favorite touchdown-related bet for this weekend. The biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner. Um, we, YouTube doesn't have a great way of contacting. So don't only do that, put in your, your Twitter or something like that as well. That way we can reach out to you. Sorry. It's not Twitter. It's X, but, uh, yeah, go over there, leave a review. Moneyline Mac and I have been killing it in our picks. Uh, my locks are four and two. His dogs are four and two. We've killed it on our teases. And then we pick every morning game on our show. We also have Scott and Tyrell picking every late game. Any There's props, everything over in the NFL Gaming Podcast. Go check it out if you haven't yet and uh, leave a review. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100-time payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. That's $500 free money. $100,000 Sunday continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10K each. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog Mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. 
All right, that's just a little bit of me being a, a dork with that. And believe it or not, that was not me with the big flamethrower, just the just the little one that was burning the grass. Uh, let's get through some more questions here. LeBron says, Bears backup, special agent Bajent, you mean, or Michael Thomas. Superflex, I have Dak Fields and Carr, so it's rough this week. That is rough. Oh, man. Michael Thomas has been exactly what I thought he would be middle of the road, kind of disappointing. If you had high expectations for him, uh, been pleasant surprise. If you have thought that he was going to be injured like he normally is, but I just don't, I'm a bears fan too. And I don't know what that, that, uh, offense is going to look like with special agent Bajent. I really like him. I think he's going to be able to move the ball. Okay. But I think they're going to do it on the ground. He's going to have some short dink and dunk passes. I don't think they're going to really open it up for him to be throwing long balls a lot. So your safe option is Michael Thomas. Bajent has a higher floor or sorry, a higher ceiling, but your safe option would be Michael Thomas. Trevor Lawrence or Carr tonight. That's another tough one. If, if Lawrence, you know, he's got that banged up knee and if it uh, doesn't hold all game, then that's going to be bad. He's obviously the better quarterback as far as fantasy football goes. So that's where I lean, but that knee scares me. I do think the Saints are going to have to pass the ball a lot. Uh, I saw the the prop guys on the NFL Gambling Podcast on the PropCast. They uh, took Carr over 31 and a half passing attempts, but that could lead to mistakes too and some interceptions. Let's assume Trevor Lawrence is healthy. Assume the best. I'm going to go with Lawrence. Uh, Matthew, thanks for, oh, I was, I was getting confused here, but I, I like you're in here answering questions, answering Gavin's questions. He said, I'd take Kamara over Jones and you're getting JT agreed. Nick says, go Jags. I believe Kirk and Evan Engram both have big days today with Trevor beat up and no running man coverage. Trevor will get uh, no, no new and new Orleans. Sorry. Mainly running man coverage. Trevor will be getting the ball out quick tonight. I like that. I sprinkled a little bit on first touchdown bets on both of those. Who do I start in flex? Flowers or Ridley? I like Ridley. Neek says, sold high on Hollywood. Traded Hollywood and Waller for Godwin and Pitts. Uh, if you've If you've listened to us before, the Pitts passion for me was a big thing last year. It's been, uh, it burned me last year. So it's been hard to get on the Pitts train of he's starting to get a little bit more involved. He's starting to get some more targets, right? But Godwin, um, yeah, I, I, I like getting Godwin. I think that's, that's solid. And Waller's been disappointing as well. That whole Giants offense, aside from Barkley, is a mess. Minibot, not a big bot, just a minibot, says start Calvin Ridley or Brandon Ayuk. On flex, I kind of like Ayuk in this situation because Debo might be out. Christian McCaffrey might be out. The The Vikings' pass defense is not that great. I think Ayuk is going to have an opportunity to have a big game because of the injuries that they have. Now, it, it's so hard since Calvin Ridley start, plays tonight. I was going to say to monitor the Trent Williams injury, but I definitely like starting Ayuk over Ridley. Yeah, especially if Trent Williams is there. But either way, if Debo's injured or banged up or limited in any fashion, if CMC is injured or limited in any fashion, Ayuk's going to be their guy. Lucas says, want to upgrade my wide receiver for what wide receiver to target with James Cook, Osborne or Rice? 
you know, Rasheed Rice is starting to build a, a really good chemistry with uh, Pat Mahomes. Um, I was big on him going into the season. I drafted him in my dynasty league. So I do like Rasheed Rice. His target share, which of course the, the lion's share of the target share is going to um, Travis Kelsey, of course. But still, Rasheed Rice, 14% of the target share on a on a Chiefs team that we know can move the ball. I know it hasn't been as prolific as we were expected. I guess now my only concern is the fact that they traded for Miko Hardman, a guy that is familiar with that um, with that uh, offense and a guy that Pat Mahomes is familiar with. So that's the only part that makes me nervous there. KJ Osborne is going to be getting targeted more, I believe, with uh, Justin Jefferson being out, of course. Uh, let me pull his stuff up real quick here. I just I love looking at these target shares. It tells a big story. Even if they haven't had big games, if they're consistently getting targeted, that's something you can chase in fantasy football that eventually it is going to pay off. Eventually, you're going to start seeing their uh, their values rise, right? So he's had 13% of the target share, K.J. Osborne has. That jumped to 20% in the first full game without Justin Jefferson. So if you look at it that way, and that's a team that I think needs to pass the ball as well. If you look at it that way, I almost like getting Osborne over Rice there. Start, sit, two running backs, two wide receivers, one flex, have Hall, Chase, Wilson, and T on a bye. Ouch. Running backs are Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, Ford, Rashad White, wide receivers, Godwin, Watson, Alave, JSN. So for running backs, I like starting Josh Jacobs against the Bears. The run defense for the Bears has not been all that great. And I think that's how the Raiders are going to move the ball with either Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. I, I think it's going to be Hoyer, but um, that's that's uh, I think they're going to run the ball either way, no matter who's the quarterback is there. But Jimmy G officially out. I will get to some of the injuries we have to go over in a little bit here. The other running back, I would go Jonathan Taylor. I think they're going to continue to ramp that up. I, I know he's going against a tough Browns team, but but. Again, this is a, a team that they have Gardner Minshew as quarterback, and I think the way that they have success is by running the ball. That's how they're going to get Gardner a little more comfortable and uh, kind of get him back on track. And um, Gavin, it's so hard to start Ridley with what he's doing. Flowers is at least consistent. I agree with that. Uh, it is hard. Ridley has been a, a bit of you know this. He started off great, and then it was like, they they weren't doing good and they their offense didn't look that great. And I said they got to get Ridley more involved. That seemed to be what was helping them succeed. And then they did and they win. And yeah, I you know, against the Bills in London, that was a huge win for them getting Ridley involved. Um, I think this team needs to get Ridley involved to have success and to to keep moving the ball down the field. I think he's a big play guy, but I agree Flowers has been more consistent as far as target share and yards. Traded Saquon for Chase, T. Higgins for Aaron Jones, Puka for Pollard, and Josh Reynolds for Ayuk. That is a trading machine, um, and I love it. I love mixing things up, even when your team's doing well. If, you know, it's it's a lot of people, they don't do trades unless their team's doing bad. They My team's doing bad. I need to change something. You know what? Sometimes your team can be doing really well. And a trade just kind of solidifies your run into the playoffs. So um, either way, if your team was doing good or bad, I, I love all the trades. 
Rochester says, Flex, Ertz, or Najee? I have Dotson, but he isn't looking good at all. I agree, he's not looking good. Ertz would have been my... Gosh, these are both hard. Trey McBride got more involved last week than he has been, and that scares me a little bit about Zach Ertz. Najee Harris has been trash. Uh, that's something I was way off on, and um, he's just he's been bad, in my opinion. It, but coming off the bye... Home dog, or I guess they're road dogs against the uh, the Rams. Deontay Johnson might be back. Oh, do you dare get hurt by Najee again? I say Najee. I, I think Najee has a higher floor than Ertz, um, which neither one of them might have a very high floor, but I do think Najee's is a little bit higher. Rando Bob says, I don't really like having James Cook and one of my league mates needs a running back this week due to injuries and is offering me either Kyron, Monty, or a Chan. Who would you pick? Well, they're all injured, so that's tough. <laughs> um, Kyron's going to miss at least this week. He, I think he's going to miss next week as well. Monty's out this week. I think he'll be back next week. And a Chan is on the injured reserve, so he's out four weeks. Um, I'm going to go with David Montgomery. This is where, when I'm thinking and trying to com compute, this is where I need my co-host in life and on the pod. Uh, if you're just joining us again, she is sick. She's normally with us answering questions right along and co-hosting the show with me, but, uh, she's sick today. So, um, we're, I gave her the day off. I said, you just rest. Just kidding. Um, I, and I know she's probably watching this too. So, She's probably going to beat me for that after. Just kidding. There's no spousal abuse. For context, I have Henry on a buy and Walker as my RB1s. So Cook is my RB3. Yeah, out of those, if you can be patient with it, a Chan is the guy that has the most big playability, right? But Monty, I feel like, is the going to be your most consistent. Kyron Williams has been good as well. Um, I'm just, I'm a big Monty fan. Former Bears, or I'm a Bears fan. He's a former Bear. I didn't want them to get rid of him, but uh, I, I do really like Monty. It's hard to pass up a Chan, too, though. As long as you think he can be back after that four weeks he's out. That's the thing. If they end up saying, you know what, this was worse than we thought, and they sent him a couple more weeks, then at that point it gets kind of difficult of, like, did I was it worth trading for? So I'm going to – Monty's my final answer, I guess. That's what I'm going for. Rolling right along. Thanks for all the questions. Keep them coming. Vincent says, who should I start at wide receiver? I need three. Rasheed Rice, Zay Flowers, Christian Watson, Calvin Ridley, Deontay Johnson, half PPR, 10 man. So I'm going to start right away with saying Zay Flowers. I think they're going to be able to move the ball on the Lions, even though, don't get me wrong, that Lions defense is very good. I hate saying that as a Bears fan, but they are. They're very good. But uh, Zay Flowers, just he he's the kind of the guy there, right? Um let me bring up his target share, but he was my, my first one that jumped out at me for you. Yeah. His target share is insane. 31 and a half percent target share for the Ravens. You got to start that every week. It's not always going to be big points, right? He only had what three catches, 56 yards two weeks ago, but that target share, you got to chase that in fantasy football. You just got to chase it. Christian Watson. He's a guy I had a lot of hope for. It's not really Jordan Love is uh if you look at the 
fantasy points scored per dropbacks. He's actually one of the lower quarterbacks, but it's also because they're not dropping him back as often. They're running the ball more, which is what they should do as they're getting him comfortable. And uh, let's see here. We got Calvin Ridley or Deontay Johnson. So I'm going to go Zay Flowers. I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. I just can't quit Ridley. He was, uh, he's not going to hit my projection of what I wanted of the, uh, I projected he was going to be a top five wide receiver. I believe it was, he's not going to hit that, but I can't quit him yet. And Deontay Johnson, I'm really curious to see what he's going to do coming back. I I think that's going to give the Steelers a little bit of lift. George Pickens is a stud. Don't get me wrong, but I think Johnson just gives them a little bit different of a look. And so I'm torn between Johnson and Watson, really. I'm going to go Flowers, Ridley, and Johnson, though. Uh, Call it the bear in me. I'm fading those Packers. So actually, you know what? No, they play the Broncos. Christian Watson's the play there. Zay Flowers, Christian Watson, Calvin Ridley. That's my final answer. I'm going to get through the rest of your questions in just a second. I see Nick Fortune stepping in to answer questions. Thank you, Nick. Everybody else, answer everybody's questions. We love that. Let's uh, let's start a little community chat. You can come here every Thursday and get your answers uh, to your questions and get multiple opinions because we're not all going to have the same opinions, right? But you get multiple opinions and maybe you're tallying up who said more or just deciding, hey, I want to agree with this guy this week or this gal. If it's my wife here, the co-host who's sick today, but I also got to tell you that uh, if you haven't got on game time yet, you need to. Because who has time to plan months in advance for football games or or music concerts? Uh, obviously, music concerts. What other kind of concert is there? Or comedy or theater? That's why we have game time. Nobody's got time for this, but we got game time. It's a fast and easy way to buy tickets to all the the events, sports, music, comedy, and theater. They got killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Times has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. We were just at the uh, the Vanderbilt game in Vandy. Uh, we were not there to see Vandy. We were there to see Georgia, who did not cover, but they got the win. And we could have got tickets on Game Time had uh, somebody in our group not planned ahead. And that would have been okay because, you know what? You can get images of your seat before you buy. You know exactly what to expect when you arrive. If I had seen the images of the seats we were going to get, I would have smashed the buy button because it was right by an end zone. Great view. Nobody in front of you. No surprises that way, though. I love it. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. And tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your emails. No digging through the junk. Nobody likes digging through their junk. And the best part, they have a game time guarantee, which means you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, they're going to credit you 110% of the difference. They're not doing that because they have to. They're doing that because they know they have the lowest price. So download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort up all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot. 
and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we are back. I had to I had to pause to clear my throat. Normally I can let Miranda do some talking. I'll turn this way. I uh, couldn't do that this time, obviously. So let's get back to these questions. I have some injuries here just to go over. Let me do that real quick, or I'm going to get sidetracked. Keep the questions coming. I will get to them. Uh, let's talk about some injuries. Jamal Williams. That's the that's the Williams I couldn't think of earlier. I couldn't think of Jamal because we talked Jamison Williams, and that's all that was popping in my head. And I knew it wasn't Jamison Williams. Said it's the former Lion, not the current Lion, but Jamal Williams, he is back tonight. I'm really curious to see how that's going to affect the workload. I mean, that's a guy that he plays with his heart on his sleeve. He's an excellent uh, goal line back, so that'll be interesting to watch. Trevor Lawrence questionable tonight. He is playing. Rams running backs, Kyron Williams, Ronnie Rivers, both out. Uh, Rivers is going to be out longer, I believe. So Zach Evans is likely going to get a start. They brought in Royce Freeman, but you know what intrigues me? They added Darrell Henderson to their practice squad. I'm assuming they're going to activate him. That's a guy that was there for four years for the Rams. That's a guy that was a starter for two years, I believe it was. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up getting a lot of carries. He knows this offense. He knows the scheme. He knows McVay's scheme, offensive plays, everything. And he's got that experience. Don't get me wrong. Zach Evans is good. Darrell Henderson is not that good. But knowing that the knowing when he needs to block, for Stafford, knowing he needs to run this route, knowing which uh, hole to hit, that could factor in a lot. So that's definitely somebody I am keeping my eyes on. And uh, Jimmy G out. He's got got a bad back. Um, so Jimmy G hurt. Lions, Laporta, Gibbs, Reynolds, all questionable. Monty is out. It sounds like Gibbs is going to play. It sounds like. Laporta is going to play. Reynolds is the one that I'm on the fence on. And then, as I said already, Deontay Johnson of the Steelers is likely going to be back after spending four weeks on the injured reserve. And I already talked a little bit about that. That mean Cole Hardman trade. So let's jump right back into these questions. Finding my place here. Here we go. Lucas says, how are we feeling about Najee this week? My team has been plagued with in- injuries at running back, and I'm considering trading for Jerome Ford. The thing I don't like about Jerome Ford uh, you know, he's gotten a lot of hype. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I know he has, but his his carries have not been, his uh, average yard per carry have not been that great. Bringing that up real quick here. Um, yeah, he's, aside from that really long run that he had when he came in uh, after Chubb got hurt, he's averaging like 2.6 yards per carry. That makes me nervous. I am, I've been hurt by Najee all year. I'm giving him another chance. So I, I feel like that buy came at the right time. They're going to get some stuff back on track. I know Warren is going to continue to get carries. I get that. He's going to continue to get involved. But um, this, this, hopefully, this bye week was a nice wake up call for, for Najee and that they bounce back and he does well. Start two Marquise Brown, Christian Kirk, or Zay Flowers. I'm going Christian Kirk and Zay Flowers. I I like Marquise Brown. I just think that that Seahawks offense or defense, sorry, 
is going to give them a little bit of trouble. Their defensive backfield is starting to pick it up and, and look pretty good. So I like going Christian Kirk and Zay Flowers. You're chasing target shares there that I think are good to start. Nick Neek says Trevor Lawrence will start, um, and, and I think that's huge. Uh, it's just a matter of if he stays healthy for me. I, hopefully they're starting him because they believe his knee is ready to go. Uh, Rochester, yeah, everyone's on a bye, people injured. Always tough. Nick says, Justin, this is a safe space. If you have spouse abuse, take a shot of whiskey. Cheers. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, let me go through here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Vincent. Uh, uh, fingers crossed, Jags and Saints is a somewhat good game. Look, I was crazy enough on the NFL Gambling Podcast to take these two teams as my Super Bowl preview. I uh, just I thought the Jags were going to look better than they had. I thought Ridley was going to open that offense even more. I still think they're a good team. Um, just figuring some things out. And then as far as the Saints, I thought that they were just going to control their division, sneak into the playoffs, and then be able to play tough defense, run Williams and Kamara, and uh, just be able to kind of make some moves. I, I thought Carr was going to look a little bit better than he has so far. But... Um, you know, it, that was that was my Super Bowl preview. Now, yes, I was trying to do something different because we all were throwing our Super Bowl previews out. Everybody that contributes to the NFL Gambling Podcast on SGPN. And you saw a lot of Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs, 49ers, uh, Bills, Eagles, Bills. And I just wanted something different. It's like, let's not throw out the same old shit that you're seeing everywhere else. And uh, so, yeah, I went Saints-Jags. Lawrence for sure playing. Yep, he is playing. I need to stream a tight end this week. Would you go Friermuth, Knox, or Hunter Henry, or Zach Ertz? Friermuth, I'm not sure he's playing. Um, last I saw, he's questionable. Uh, this was from Ram, by the way. Hunter Henry, th that offense has been terrible. I think the Bills are going to route them. They own them at Gillette Stadium. Dawson Knox has not looked the has not been that good. I mean, he got a game without Dalton Kincaid last week and only put up 30 yards. So it kind of makes me lean Zach Ertz out of those options. Um, I'm seeing here, Ram, can you get Z uh, Trey McBride? He's getting more carries than Zach Ertz. Yeah, he's he's starting to get targeted more. Um, let me bring those up real quick to kind of look at their target shares. But yeah, I've kind of noticed that trend as well, that McBride is starting to kind of take over there. I could type again. I'm going to blame the computer, but that, that one was my, uh, my fingers. <laughs> so looking at their target shares here. Um, yeah, gosh, they're both bad. <laughs> Zach hurts 14% last week. Trey McBride 10. In the week before that, Zach hurts had a lot more, you know what? Maybe ride with Ertz. Um, McBride had more yards last week, but I maybe ride with Ertz. Keep riding with Ertz. He's the vet there. Uh, and those options aren't great. I get it. You got to stream a tight end. You got to do what you got to do. Agent ZZZ. Hey, would you play Michael Thomas or Drake London? PPR. Drake London. Uh, starting to really step up. Starting to really finally look like the receiver that you drafted him to be, right? And... Uh, especially these past couple of weeks, he was targeted seven times in week four. Yeah. He only got three of those for 28 
yards and a touchdown, but last week, nine targets, six catches for 78 yards. I mean, that's the kind of guy that you thought he was going to be all year. It looks like they're starting to open that offense up a little bit more. They're starting to trust. That's scary. They're starting to trust Ritter, throw the ball a little bit more. Um, Drake London's no longer having these zero or two catch games like he had in week one and week three. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm going Drake London on that one. Scrolling through here, Nick agrees he likes London as well. Sports Spotlight, I hate, hate to say this as a Seahawks fan, but they're giving the most points to wide receivers. I think Devin Witherspoon will lock Marquise up. I agree with that. Um, I, Witherspoon is a stud. I know there have been some games there where they've been giving up a lot of points, but he is a stud, and I, I agree with you. I think he is going to help limit him. Maniac says, I'm starting Isaiah Pacheco and Josh Jacobs. Should I start Saquon over one of them? If so, who? I would start. I'm, I'm torn between starting Saquon over Pacheco. The, the Pacheco's looked good. The, the Chiefs play the Chargers, who I think they're going to, that's going to be a really good game. Um, but if the Chargers could get ahead, I mean, their defense is bad, so maybe they can't get ahead. But if they, if they can get ahead, excuse me, then I think you're going to see a little bit more McKinnon. Josh Jacobs, I would for sure start. He's going against the Bears. The Bears defense has picked it up the past couple of weeks, but I still think Josh Jacobs is going to have a good game, especially with Brian Hoyer being the quarterback. Or it could be Aiden O'Connell. It's just hard leaving Saquon on your bench. That's why I'm so torn here. It is hard leaving him on the bench. Hmm, let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say Saquon over Pacheco. Uh, I apologize if I'm wrong there. You don't have to listen to me, obviously, but that's what I'm gonna go. Uh, one of the things without Miranda being on the pod is I don't have time to take a drink of my drink. So talk amongst yourselves. I obviously also don't have time to move the little clicker on the side, which for me it's over here, but I think it's mirrored. So I think for you guys it's over there. Let's move the clicker. Let's um, move it down to QA. There we go. Uh, we're just doing all QAs, which is oh, it's perfectly fine. Now I lost my spot. Look what I did. Okay, here we go. Nick likes Pacheco. Nick, I agree. I just, oh, it's hard leaving Saquon on the bench. I mean, he catches so many passes. He's uh, runs the ball, and that, that offense is so much different when he's off the on the field. We saw that now that he came back from injury. Brennan Dupree says Matthew Stafford, Jordan Love, or Matt Stafford. I'm going to assume that was a typo because there's two Matt Staffords. I'm going to go with Jordan Love here. Um, if we had gone through our actual start sits, which I'm looking at the time here, 553. We, I, I don't know if I'll make it to those, but Jordan Love is one of them. He's projected 18.1 points. I'm not necessarily saying he's going to blow that out of the water, but he's against a really bad Broncos defense. and. Coming off that bye, they're off two straight losses, two back-to-back -back losses. They're coming off a bye. I just have a feeling that LaFleur's got some stuff cooked up that they're going to really want to make Love look good because he hasn't looked that great. He's had some good moments, but he hasn't looked that great, and they're going to want to kind of get his confidence going, in my opinion. So I'm going to go with Jordan Love, even though I love Matt Stafford. That Steelers defense is decent. If they can get pressure on Stafford, it's going to be a long day for him. But he's thrown a Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, so that's tough. And then also pick two out of Zay Flowers and Waddle. Okay, here we go. 
I'm sorry. I didn't scroll down far enough. That's my fault, Brendan. Flowers, Ridley, and Waddle. Uh, I'm going to go Flowers. Do I take? I I think the Dolphins are going to get routed by the Eagles. I really do. So I'm going Flowers and Ridley. I'm not saying Waddle's going to have a bad game. I just, I think that the, the Eagles are going to show, bully the Dolphins. They're going to bully them. It's going to be like the Bills-Dolphins game. And then it was Matthew Stafford, Jordan Love, or Trevor Lawrence. I would go Jordan Love still. Uh, New Orleans defense is pretty good. And Lawrence, with that knee injury, I just worry that if he re-aggravates that, maybe they got to pull him. You know what? I, I said it last week, but I almost wanted to see them sit him because now I they, maybe they would have gone with C.J. Beathard. I don't know. But they got Nathan Rourke of the CFL, the BC Lions. That dude is such a stud. I wanted to see him get a start in the NFL. But uh, not that I want Lawrence hurt, but just rest that knee. Get him healthy, you know. All right, skipping back up to Big Trev. T-Law or Jordan Love? I, I'm going to go Jordan Love. Kind of just laid that out already with Lawrence having that knee injury. Maybe he doesn't have the deep ball touch uh, as much. Um, that sounded awkward, but you all knew what I meant. And uh, Jordan Love going against that Broncos defense. Plus, I think they're going to have some plays cooked up for him. Also need to know thoughts on Ridley. Would you play Wandale over in full PPR? I would not play any Giants player over uh, Calvin Ridley. Um, the, the Giants are just so unpredictable right now. I, I think they get the win over the Commanders, but they're they're just unpredictable. All right, Big Trev, CMC, Richard White, Jalen Warren, Wandale, need an RB and a flex. I would go CMC if he plays. That's hard to hold out hope on if he plays because they play the Monday night game. But let's let's assume we hear in the next uh, couple people, or next couple people, the next couple days here that he is going to play. So I would do CMC, and I, I know right below that, Nick Fortune said, Jalen Warren, I'm going to go Rashad White. I think they try to give Najee Harris another another opportunity here. So I'm going to go Rashad White. I know he's against a tough Falcons defense, but um, that's what I'm going to roll with here, CMC and Rashad White. George Cook, I'm not playing Drake London due to my wide receiver depth. I'm 5-1, and one, half PPR. Will you trade Pollard and London for Devontae Adams and Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Um, I like Jonathan Taylor better than I like Pollard and I like Adams better than I like London though. London, like I said, he's starting to pick it up, but if you're not playing him anyways, it doesn't matter. And Adams has a higher kind of, uh, every game ceiling is higher because it is Devonte Adams and maniac says, I just don't trust Saquon with giants O-line. I, I get it. Um, I completely understand that he just, they, they are definitely a different team with him on the field and, I think they're going to, you know, he just came back and he didn't look 100% healthy. I think he he's healthier now and that he's going to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I completely understand that's tough. They, they have looked like garbage. So Pacheco and Jacobs works too. I mean, those, those are both solid players. Jacobs, I think, is going to have a big day. I don't like saying that. It's my Bears team, but I think he's going to have a big day. Um, let me go through. I think I caught up on all the questions. If I didn't, um, call me out. If I didn't answer your question, I think I got them all, but call me out if I didn't. And, uh, oh, we got one that just rolled in. Should I trade Nico Collins for Devonte Adams? Absolutely. Um, Devont, I, well, gosh, Nico is a stud too, though. He's becoming one, but I just, I, 
it's hard to move off of Devonte Adams. Let me let me pull something up here real quick. I'm pulling up my little stat tracker in case you guys are wondering what I'm doing. Nico Collins is getting 21% of the target share compared to Devonte Adams 33% of the target share. Adams averaging 88 yards per game. Granted, he did have one that was 172. But Nico's had some big games too. He's averaging 93. They're tied for the amount of touchdowns. Nico's averaging five catches a game. Devontae Adams averaging 7.4. So if it's PPR, that might make a little bit of a difference. Devontae Adams is getting more. Jimmy Garoppolo is out. This really is a... It's a flip a coin type of deal, in my opinion. Um, I think both these guys are are really solid. They've both been contributing in a really good way, and they've both been a huge target share for their team. Um, the The only concern of mine with Nico Collins, his lowest two games, 34 yards and 39 yards. Adams' lowest is 45. His next lowest is 66. So Adam's ceiling or Adams' floor is higher. Um, because we do have those games where Tank Dell pops off or Robert Woods pops off, and it kind of limits what Nico Collins is doing, where even when Jacoby Myers is having a good game, Devontae Adams is doing really well. XNs, I hope I said that right, says start three, sit one, ETN, Walker, Barkley, Bajan. Out of those options, I think you got to sit Barkley until they do look a little bit better on offense. ETN is getting the most carries in the league right now. He is a beast. Walker is a beast, and Bajan is Bajan. You got to do it. Ridley or Puka? I like Ridley. Puka's taken a little bit step back since uh, this is from Beast Mode 11. He's uh, taken a little step back from uh, or since Cup has gotten there. Still going to be solid. He's still going to be targeted a lot, but you, you're starting to see that obviously Cup is the uh, the preferred target, and um, Calvin Ridley. Like I said, I'm high on Calvin Ridley. I, I really like him. And uh, I guess I say you're starting to see Cup take over. Well, Puka still got 26 and 33% of the target share. Thinking, oh, that was week, sorry, week five, he had 33% of the target share. Last week, he didn't have as great of a week. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Ridley. I like Calvin Ridley a lot. I like Puka a lot, but I'm going to go with Ridley. All right. Engram or Waller? Engram, uh, for sure. Beast Mode 11, I, I like Engram a lot more. I think he's going to be targeted more. And that Giants team, it's just so hard to trust them right now. I know they're going to be in a divisional game against the Commanders where they have an opportunity to move the ball on the Commanders, but it's just hard to trust that team at all right now. KOD Cod says Kirk or Amari Cooper. I'm going with Kirk. We don't know if Deshaun Watson's playing, so I'm going to go with Christian Kirk. Should I even start DJ Moore this week? You also asked. That's tough, isn't it? It's hard to sit the studs. DJ Moore is a stud, but I don't know how much special agent Bajan is going to get the ball out in deep balls. I think it's going to be quick stuff, which DJ Moore can do as well. Don't get me wrong, but it does kind of kind of worry me a little bit. Um, it, it depends on your other options. Now, if your other options are Kirk and Cooper, I might take them. Um, it would be a coin toss between Cooper and DJ Moore for me as a bears fan. I would lean DJ Moore, but I understand the hesitation because we just, we don't have much on, uh, Tyson Bajan. 
DJ Moore, Kenneth Walker at flex. I think Kenneth Walker is going to give you a higher floor right now. Um, DJ Moore, higher ceiling, but just we we need to see a, a full game with Bajan and what they're going to game plan around him. Um, I saw they said that uh, their plan is to play to the quarterback strengths. Don't believe that because they've not been doing that with Fields. So don't believe that at all. But I can uh, beast mode. I would go Kenneth Walker there. Uh, a username says, is Seattle defense a good start over Chiefs defense, considering Seattle's playing Arizona? I think so, because Chiefs play the Chargers, who are able to move the ball even against good teams. That Chiefs defense is damned good this year. Um, but I, I definitely like the angle of taking Seattle because they're playing Arizona. Arizona's been feisty, don't get me wrong, but I think they're more susceptible to, to um, turnovers than than the Chargers are. Jonathan Santiago says Engram or Goddard. I'm going to go Goddard on that one. Uh, they play the Dolphins. I think they're going to want to pass the ball and kind of do a little bit of a flex after losing to the Giants. They're going to want to do a flex on the Dolphins and say like, hey, we're still a really good team. That loss was a fluke. It wasn't really a fluke, though. It was the fact that the, the Jets have a damned good defense, but... Alex Stiver says one and five triple flex, 12 man PPR quarterback Baker. Um, I'm assuming you meant to ask a question there. So if you have a question, shoot it over. Answered that one. Cause I jumped ahead. I got cup number one starter Sutton and Samuel. Nice. I like that. Um, I would, the only one I would consider starting DJ Moore over right now is Cortland Sutton. And that's just because it's the Broncos, but he, he's looked decent. He's had some good games, might be a safer play than DJ Moore right now. Like I said, we just, we need to see some game log with how special agent agent's going to be beast mode 11. Should I keep the bucks defense this week or pick up a new one? Depends who's available. Really? The, the bucks could limit the Falcons. If they can take away that run, they could kind of limit what they do. And it could be a low scoring game, but yeah, it, it really depends on who's available. Ryan McClemens. I always hate when I say people's names wrong. Ryan says, so I have Jalen hurts and I was offered Patrick Mahomes in a trade for a keepers league, 14 teams. What would you do? You have Jalen Hurts. You were offered Patrick Mahomes in a trade. Was I'm curious, was the trade involving Jalen Hurts? Um, it kind of depends on what you're giving up there. If you're giving up Jalen Hurts, I think I'd rather have Hurts because of his rushing ability. He's still a really good passer. I know he's not Patrick Mahomes. I get that, but um, I still think he's a good passer good passer and he's got that rushing ability he's looked a little slower this year uh just a little bit but i still think he's an elite quarterback and he's not a patrick mahomes but fantasy football wise i, I really like having him i do have on sportsgamblingpodcast.com you can go to the fantasy football page and find my dynasty trade chart values that kind of they uh i have a dynasty trade chart value it kind of associates a value to every player it's not a like a this is the the word of um, fantasy football gods type of thing. It's just kind of a, a starting point to kind of look at like, OK, if I'm trading this, what are the values that are kind of associated with that? There's a lot of data that goes into them, a lot of formulas. I have a redraft one as well. But being your keeper league, the dynasty one might be 
the one you want to look at. Um, if you're giving up Hertz, I would say no. Uh, SGPN Fantasy Football checking in. Make sure you go check them out. All sorts of good stuff. And they're covering everything. You got everything, um, whether it's best ball, dynasty, redraft, everything. Um, yeah, so check them out. And, and Bruni, if that's you, hop in. Come hop in and answer some questions. Uh, ZZ Abbey, I'm stacked at wide receiver, but someone dropped T Higgins. Should I spend some fab and pick him up? I already have Chase, AJ Brown, and Flowers. I don't know if I... I mean, yeah, having T Higgins is a is good. He's a good player. I know he's had a bad season so far, but he's a good player. I I would just be hesitant of having Jamar Chase and T Higgins. But maybe it's something where you pick him up, wait till he pops off a week, and then you can trade him. That's kind of what I would look to do if you have the fab. If you're not um, worried about using it and whatnot, that that wouldn't be a bad strategy at all because you're still probably going to start Chase Brown and Flowers every week, right? And Higgins will be there, and once he pops off and has that big game, then you can start saying, like, okay, who's interested? A username, start him on raw against Baltimore defense. Um, before I answer this, going to bring in the uh, the king of fantasy football over there at the SGPN fantasy football table. You can find him on Twitter at SGPNJB, Mr. Rudy. My co-host is the king. It's in his nickname. <laughs> touche touche yeah he, he gets he gets to wear the crown i'm just you know I'm, I'm more like the jester i just try to make people look good that's all <laughs> get out of here <laughs> appreciate it how's it going good man good uh yeah just want to come in join the conversation with you you know talk a little yeah. football it's uh yeah, you know, it wasn't very good in week six but um you know i'm looking for brighter brighter paths ahead with some week seven yeah well as as fellow bears fans you know we we're used to bad weeks <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I can, I can take a punch. I can, I, yep. I can definitely take a punch. That's for sure. I was brought up uh, as a Chicago Bears fan, you know, Cubs fan, yep. Blackhawks, a lot of dark <laughs> years, a lot of black eyes. Absolutely. Uh, let's jump right into it here, where we left off. A username start Amonra against Baltimore defense. I'll let you kick that off. That's a slam dunk. Yeah, start Amonra against uh, Baltimore. I mean, you're. I, if you're in a situation where you can set Amonra St. Brown, you did a damn good job. I'll tell you that. Or you're playing in like an eight man league. Uh, you fire up one of the you know top ten wide receivers in the league right now. Absolutely, and I, lo- I like Detroit this week. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to beat Baltimore. See, I'm on the opposite side. I think Baltimore gets the job done, but I know they have a good defense, and Amon Ra is yeah. still a target monster, though. So I, I think you start him either way. I think he's one of those guys that he's almost he's becoming matchup proof. Right? It doesn't matter what defense he's facing, you leave him in. Mm-hmm. Um, got both Jacksonville wide receivers. Who are you starting Ridley or Kirk? Ooh. Uh, Kirk, Kirk agreed. Uh, saints play a lot of, uh, a lot of deep coverage should open things up for Kirk really being more the guy to open up things downfield for them. I, I have a lot of Ridley though. So, you know, I hope they both play very well, but between the two, I'm going Christian Kirk and he's, I mean, he's just the guy getting the bag, right? Like, you know, I still feel yeah. like he's a, a big priority for their offense. Absolutely. And if you look at their target shares here, I'm pulling that up. Um, they've actually been pretty even. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, more of Calvin Ridley that's had the the lower weeks than Christian Kirk. So I think for go floor. With Kirk. Yeah. Well, yep, for sure. Beast Mode 11 says, whoops, if I can click it. There we go. How do you think Kamara will do today? Uh, I think he's going to do all right. I think yeah. the uh, 
the Jaguars allow a lot of passing to running backs, and that's something mm-hmm. he does very well, catching the ball out of the backfield. So I think he's going to have a good game. What do you think? I don't know if he's going to go for like 13 receptions, but yeah, I could definitely see him hitting five plus catches for sure. Uh, just being that, you know, dual usage guy running, catching the ball, obviously a great situation. Uh, Jacksonville, pretty decent matchup, but I think that uh, I think he'll go over the century mark all purpose. So I think he'll definitely eclipse, you know, 100 all purpose yards, probably finds the end zone as well. The only thing that makes me nervous is I saw a b- book is running a boost of Travis Etienne 40 plus yards and Kamara three plus catches. And it seems like every time there's a boost on something like that, it doesn't yeah. hit. <laughs> no, I, I, I like that a lot. Where, what yeah. book is that with? FanDuel. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to check that out, but you know. <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll see if there's something similar on uh on on DK. I've got there like go. alt, alt yards for like Alave and Etn and um I don't know somebody else. I don't remember. Nice, I like it. This is great that you jumped in because when you talk, it gives me a chance to actually take a drink of the whiskey. Um, there you go. There you go. I actually just opened up that batch uh, that you had sent me. The uh, what was it? The the tenth oh, tenth uh, mountain ward tenth mountain. Yeah. What did you think? Oh, it was solid. I had the rye. It was absolutely, absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's just one shooter, so, you know, it goes, you know, goes down pretty quick. But, <laughs> right. uh, no, it's, it's, and it's a nice little shot, you know, nice little, nice little hit. I'm definitely looking forward to the, uh, the rest of the tasting for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was a little, so that was for the uh, draft day thing. Mm-hmm. And they had committed, like, yeah, we'll send a bottle to the winner and whatnot. And then, um, I gave them your information. They're like, oh, well, actually, we're not allowed to ship bottles to people. It's like, well, you, you said you were going to. He's like, but yeah. we're going to send some stuff out and we're going to do like a sample package and all that stuff. It's like, yeah. no, that's okay. I think that's actually a better <laughs> idea because you get to try different stuff. Like I got the potato vodka, the moonshine, like I'm looking the moonshine's uh, next up. Nice. Yeah, nice. they're just little shooters, you know, nice little gift in the mail. I'm like, what's this? Oh, alcohol. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, moving along. Johnny D says, "Is ETN a lock tonight, even with a tough matchup?" Again, with you know all the buys, all the injuries, I just don't see how you're in a situation to bench ETN now. Keeping him out of like your DFS lineups, keeping him out of your captain spot, stuff like that—that's more of a recommendation. But again, like you just have to be in a super good situation if you're going to bench ETN. I, I he's a top five running back in the league right now. I, I, there's no way I could do it. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and I think, I guess it depends on Trevor Lawrence's knee, but I think they're going to have to utilize him. Take it, some. Pressure it sounds like off. he's a go. Uh, if you if you have any other recent updates, but the last one that I caught, he was he was going to be a go. I saw he was a yeah. I saw that too. I'm just curious if he's fully healthy or if it's going to be a thing where he's a little limited. But probably um, not. You know, like so. the quarterback pool in this league is not very good. So a half broken, really good quarterback is probably better <laughs> than your bench Q, QB. You know, like. I wanted to see Nathan Rourke start the BC Lions CFO. Okay. God, digging in, awesome. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know who that was. I thought you were gonna. It was gonna be like an XFL person or something <laughs> no, like that. Like that's that's what I thought you. I thought that's the direction you were going. <laughs> that's that's fair. Their other quarterback, I think, is still uh, CJ Beathard, who was an Iowa Hawkeye it quarterback. Is. So yeah, not there good. You go. <laughs> not good. Not good. I thought right. you were gonna have some love for him. No, not at all. Uh, last week the they had in their win in the Hawkeyes win they had 40 yards passing 500 yards punting so that's uh Iowa Hawkeye football right there uh Matthew wants to know would you go Kareem Hunt or Zach Evans this week 
now we're back to reality. Now we're back to the nitty gritty. Um, Kareem Hunt is on the injury report. I would like to see how that plays out. If he is not logging full practices, I think Zach Evans is the answer here. Uh, he was someone that they drafted. They obviously have enough confidence in him with trading for Cam Akers, who would look probably a lot better in a Rams jersey right now for fantasy football owners. But they obviously felt comfortable enough to trade away, you know, a better asset, you know, or a more experienced asset, I should say. So, yeah, as long as Kareem Hunt logs at least one full practice, I'll start him. If not, I'm going to go with Evans. Good opportunity. And like the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is not amazing up against the run. I think they're actually like a top 12 option. For, yeah. for running backs going against them. So I, I'm not scared of them. Um, well, question that – let me – this was bothering me that I couldn't see the side there, so I changed the uh, the background. Um, what do you think of Drell Henderson? They they picked him up, put him on the practice oh. squad, a guy that has experience in this, yeah. this scheme. Do you think he's going to cut into any of that workload? Not this week. Maybe, not you know, week. maybe he could be the answer for like – next week or some upcoming yeah. weeks but i don't i just don't think so like and it's just so suspect like what is wrong with leonard Fournette? what did he do <laughs> no i know like, what did he do he yeah. shit on someone's lawn he he like he's messing around with the league owner daughter or something like i don't know what's going on where darrell henderson's phone rings before leonard Fournette. that's boo hickey it ain't right yeah I, I, unless it's a thing, I mean, we saw Cook bounce around and bounce around and finally lands on a team and he's cooked. Maybe yeah. Fournette is cooked. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but if you're looking at Darrell Henderson this week, I would be also looking at Devina Zigbo because the Lions don't have a healthy running back right now. Craig Reynolds yeah. filled in last week, but he was just upgraded today at limited status. He was upgraded yeah. at limited. Jameer Gibbs has been limited. That's that's all they have left after David Montgomery right. and Divina Zigbo is actually more of kind of like that David Montgomery build, you know, six foot, two twenty five, yeah. kind of a similar, you know, you know, boulder, if you will, up the middle, you know, and that's what these guys like to do in the red zone. So if you're staring at a situation like that, I would personally lean. Oh, Zigbo. I know he is still in the practice squad. He was regulated back to the practice squad. But my guess mm -hmm. is if Reynolds isn't 100 percent or Gibbs isn't 100 percent, they probably wouldn't roll out Gibbs and. Two carries, 12 yards, and a touchdown. Divina Zigbo, week seven. Week seven. There you go. You heard it here. Uh, Beast Mode 11, I'm 3-1 and one in a different league. Should I trade Jefferson? Uh, for me, that's all relative, um, depending on what you get, get for him. Maybe it started late. I don't know. Could've, that's weird. Could have been. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, trading Jefferson. I've seen Justin Jefferson in a lot of trade conversations. For me, it's just a matter of what you could get for him right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and to me, I I don't know if I want to trade him if I'm three and one I, or whatever record you are. Yeah. Uh, if I'm ahead of the curve and I'm still winning without him, I feel like I want to. I really want to hold true unless, like like you had said, the offer is just too good to be true. Um, yeah. someone giving that has just massive depth and they just, you know, they feel like they're going to be undefeated or whatever, or they just have an amazing record. They know they're going to be a top three team. Those are the type of teams that I want to sell them to because one, they probably have the depth and two, they probably have that sense of comfort like, oh, I'm just light years ahead of everybody. I'm going to be fine. So that's the type yeah. of situation you want to get in. You're not like really trying to trade it with the guy who's like dead last who's got Justin Jefferson or is looking to trade for Justin Jefferson. Like he's probably not going to have anything to offer you. Sure. Agreed. Cadillac trade Jameer Gibbs for Aaron Jones. I agree with that. Yeah, that's, um, that's Jones, I think, is going to have a nice bounce back. I know he was 
he was limited in that game back. Then he didn't play the next game, but I think he's going to have a nice bounce back. And Gibbs, as good as he is, um, I think we both said this in the Fantasy Football Expo, David Montgomery is still a stud, right? And we we both were on that, even though we heard all this, Jameer Gibbs is going to be the best rookie running back and everything. And I, I think both of you and I, if I remember correctly, were like, uh, don't forget about David Montgomery. Well, we were very familiar to the David Montgomery uh, situation. Right. I drafted a ton of Montgomery. So when I said I had a bad week last week, ouch. Yeah, that yeah. hurt. Like, just please stop getting hurt. I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> right. I drafted so much of him in, in best ball mania, like 14%, that which is pretty high. Like, you know, the, the yeah. highest I have is like 20%, 21%. So he's pretty up there. Uh, not feeling good uh, about him being out. And yeah, Jameer Gibbs. I like him a lot. I think that they're not using him enough and not using him to the best of his ability, which is just as a receiver. You just look at his build. You look at their lack of receiver weapons. I still feel like these guys should have been on the field together more uh, in dual running back sets. You have Greg Reynolds there that they, the organization really likes. Uh, they're willing to lean on him in those in those dire moments like we saw last week. So I, I just don't feel like they're using Gibbs you know, well enough. And it's just so weird how it echoes the, this, the experience of Jamison Williams from his first year. 12th pick, first round, does nothing coming off of injury. Jameer Gibbs, amazing prospect, drafted high, expected role, gets hurt. And, you know, I just don't know if that size is going to hinder him for the rest of the season. Aaron Jones, just a much better situation. And, yeah, this week, Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. A lot of the most fantasy points of the running back position. 100%. Cash. Yeah. Well, Anytime TD, have- Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it. When you have uh, Jameer Gibbs, why are you still targeting Cleef Raymond 21 and 11% of the time? Like, uh, nothing against Cleef Raymond. I just think Gibbs is a much more talented guy. George Play 01 says, I'm 6-0. My team is two a CMC, Kenneth Walker, Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, Dallas Goddard, and Flex James Cook. Benches, Dell, Deontay, Roshan, Warren, Zach Evans, Jamison, JSN, and Fields. Should I trade James Cook for a Chan? I mean, I think uh, he's... You're, you're I, don't hate, I don't hate that, but... I mean, I just have no read on A-Chan whatsoever. I have no read on the scenario. So I I don't think James Cook is a bad option just because, one, he is your flex. You obviously yeah. smashed with CMC and Kenneth. So yeah. I, and I like this other depth. I, I like Zach Evans. I, you and I both like Roshan. I'm not yep. a big Jalen Warren guy. I'm, I'm more team Najee, but still, that's that's good. That's that's well enough. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really don't hate it. And, again, this is a situation where you make a move like this, when you're six and zero, you're clearly ahead of the pack. You know you're going to the playoffs essentially. Um, yeah, pretty easy one actually. Oh, and, and good job. This is a really good team. Very good team. Yeah, and it's always feels good to go six and zero. I'm in probably too many leagues, and I I have one that's six and zero, and Miranda is ready for me to lose, so I stop talking about it. Damn. <laughs> Cadillac Damn. says Ramondre versus Buffalo, Watson versus Denver, or Deontay. Versus the Rams in the flex. Hmm. The Rams have actually been good up against receivers. I don't like Watson because he doesn't get enough volume. And I don't like Ramondre because he plays for the Patriots. <laughs> so, so none of so them. So this sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to rule out Deontay because it is his first week back. Fryermuth yeah. also coming back this week. It's a better matchup for the tight end position. The Rams allowing the fourth most fantasy points to the tight end position. I think they're like the 11th or 13th least 
to wide receiver. So it's just, you know, ebbs and flows there. I think the ball's going to go towards Fryermuth this week. He's probably more likely to score a touchdown. Oh boy, I've, I'm really not a co-signer of Christian Watson. Like I am just not the like I am not a poster child for him. I guess I'm going to go Ramondre because at the end of the day, this question I'm going with the answer for the player that has the most talent. Like Ramondre is still the the best player here. He's just in potentially the worst situation. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I'm I'm gonna zig a little bit while you zag there. I'm gonna go Watson just because it's the Broncos. Um, he sure. was targeted seven times in Week Five for 91 yards. I know he only caught three of those because Jordan Love, despite <laughs> what people think, is not great. But um, just because it's the Broncos, I got to go Watson there. That's fair. I mean, that's the best matchup. I'll, you take best matchup. I'll take best player. I'm good with that. There you go. All right, we'll answer a couple more before we get out of here. A username, start Rasheed Rice or Jacoby Myers. That's tough. I don't know who's going to start a quarterback for Oakland or Oakland, Las Vegas this week. Uh, I guess I'll go Rasheed Rice. It's a very good matchup. I think everyone's kind of overreacting to the Mikko Hardman trade. Like he's just going to come in this week and just like, oh, I know the playbook. Yeah, I kept it. It's right here. Got my right. iPad. Like, just fire me up, coach, and find me in the end zone, Pat. No. I think you got a good uh, week seven matchup for him going up against the Chargers. They're playing at home. He's the problem with Rashi Rice is he's not playing enough snaps. I think yeah. this week he's going to play the most snaps he's played all season. I'm just much lower on Kadarius Tony um, and really any of the supporting cast other than Pacheco. So Pacheco, Rashi Rice, Travis Kelsey, those are the guys I want to start outside of Pat Mahomes on this team. That's that's about it. Like not interested in much else. Yeah, no, I agree with the Rice play, like you said. Is it Hoyer? Is it Aiden O'Connell? No idea. Um, and so I go Playing the Bears, Rice. though, great matchup. Great matchup. Yeah, that's, that's true. All right. Lil Bro, 17, says Deshaun T-Law. Watson. I don't, even need to, I don't even need to blink. T-Law. <laughs> I agree. I'm an avid Deshaun Watson hater, so um, even if he had the best matchup, I would probably say Trevor Lawrence anyways, but he yeah, just I looks agree bad. Like Deshaun yep. Watson looks bad. Like he's throwing the ball dead in the middle of the chest of defenders. Like they're so surprised they're not catching it. It's like, dunk, like just bounces off the <laughs> like that dude just hit me in the chest. What he hit me in the chest. Like it's it's been wild his his season. So people are still high on though. I I don't get it. Yeah, no, I I agree. And I'm I'm wondering how the team's gonna react when you get medically cleared and then you decide Snuck. you don't feel good enough to play. Like that's that's oh, interesting dang. to me. He's gonna go full Derrick Rose. Damn, you never yeah, go full exactly. Derrick Rose. Do you never do that? <laughs> exactly. Um, little bro also wants to know Trevor Lawrence or Derek Carr. I still like Trevor Lawrence. Carr coming off one of his better games. You had mentioned how well Kamara is with the passing. It's very close. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go T Law as well. I'm chasing the talent. And oh man, but now I'm, I'm really thinking hard, hard, harder about this than I should. I just don't like to say I like the Saints on defense. No, we'll go with T Law. I don't want to overthink it here. <laughs> All right. Uh anything you else you want to add before we close this out? Tell everybody where they can find you and everything you got going on. There, yeah, there it is here on the X when I'm not here in the uh in the old office. You know, you can find me on the X, you know, at SGPNJB, you know. Come stop by on Sundays to the, the old YouTube channel. We're hanging out, we're answering questions, you know, trades, Absolutely. start sits, whatever you got. Love the office background, by the way. Big office fan. So 
Yeah. So I do this segment on another show and uh, he never knows like what my background is. So now I'm just like trying to like put in as many random ones as I can. Like I've had the Stranger Things background Mm -hmm. and he was like, it says it's like all the ABCs, right? Like when she's like trying to communicate to her kid in the upside down and he's like, and Justin Bruni's here learning his ABCs. (laughs) (laughs) It's like maybe next week he'll learn his numbers one through 10. <laughs> it's like he doesn't know. So I'm just going to, and I just had this one. There was like no reference to it whatsoever. I don't think, I think he may have thought I was at work. That's, that's hilarious. Who, who yeah. doesn't know the office? Come on. I, you know, it's you know, different generations. It's all, it's all, it's all good, but I'm going to keep playing with it. There you go. Um, I said no more questions, but I got to answer the last one because it's just a thing. Menace 2012 says start sit Michael Thomas or Jonathan Taylor. Who do you like uh, here? Not not J- not JT. Not against uh, Cleveland. No, no, thank you. I'll take Michael Thomas tonight. I don't love it. It feels dirty. I don't love Thursday night starts over good players like Jonathan Taylor. Right. Bad matchup this week. And Zach Moss has also been very very good. Top five True. in total rushing yards in the league. So true. Sorry. All right, there you go. <laughs> follow uh, follow Bruni at SGPNJP. Go check out the SGPN Fantasy Football Channel. They got tons of good shit going on. We'll be back on Monday for waivers and whiskey. Good luck on all your matchups. Any last words? Take care. Be well. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. There you go. (laughs) Take it easy, everybody. Old-fashioned football.